This week on Dice Boys. All right, now that Trevor has taken yet another rip, let's hey man, get. I'm not drinking. Fair enough. Yeah, I got to get it in. I can't make that lighter sound. Yeah, you guys get to sit here and enjoy your beverages while I watch. I don't make a comment about it. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Moral high ground achieved. <laughs> well, let's very not, poorly, but still, yeah. <laughs> This is a very is low there, ground. Is there a high ground to claim <laughs> yeah. in this yeah. situation? I mean, Trevor's trying to claim it, so we'll let him have it. I mean, it. I'm sober, no, 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 no. I'm he's, definitely he's not having a good time. So. <laughs> hey, everyone. Dungeon Master Blake here. Thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. Just really glad y'all can be here with us to... To share in the shenanigans, uh, let's let's do a quick recap and then get into it. Uh, last time, Yon Yon and Biggle were woken in the middle of the night by a frantic knocking from a desperate local farmer named Cordelia Lear, who was worried that her husband Percy had gone missing after he took a job doing something potentially illicit. Seeing their hesitation to help, Cordelia mentioned that she thought her husband might be smuggling magic weapons. This was enough to set our heroes on the case. So the next day, the whole party discussed the rescue mission and the possibility that Percy was ambushed by orcs before they finally set out northward to a roadside inn called the Falconeer. It was here that Cordelia said that Percy was supposed to meet his contact, and while our heroes didn't find him right away, they nevertheless ran into a diverse array of people— including an artistically inclined boy, a suspicious wood elf, an angry gambling halfling, a tall tale-telling table of locals, and an old drunk named Clem Samuelson Esquire. And it was this last one who claimed to have seen Percy and someone with an eye patch head toward the old abandoned mill. But when Matthias and Dodge tried to follow Mr. Samuelson, he was nowhere in sight. Are our heroes getting closer to finding Percy, or are they being duped? Is Matthias right, and they're all about to walk into a trap? The plot is definitely about to thicken. So let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. Yon Yon, Dodge, the two of you have left the main room of the Falconeer because you are suspicious about this older gentleman and you don't see him. But what you do see, mumbling to himself, <laughs> cheaters, is this little halfling that had yelled at you, Dodge, uh, and caused a scene moments ago. And he's just frustratedly throwing saddlebags over his little pony and just like tying straps down and cheating motherfuckers and just basically getting ready to leave and you still you also see the little boy who is sitting on the bench scribbling drawing in a book the old woman sitting next to him who has now dozed off at this point she's just kind of snoring away on the bench. There is a orange glow in the air as the sun is setting, or as it approaches uh, twilight. And there's 
pretty much only the little person and then the old lady asleep. There's no one else out here. You can hear in the distance off to your right as you're standing on the porch. You can hear the hammering and sawing of the workers that are building this building next to the to the main lodge. You nailed it uh, that time. I did. Yeah. Enunciate. Les uh, Yeah, you can, here, here. you can hear that. Um, and that, that seems to be the only other kind of movement or activity. Can I do a like perception check to kind of see if I can see like any sort of maybe like patterns in the in the ground to see if he moved or like maybe like if he went like a certain direction or anything? Sure. If you want to roll a d20, you can. I, I guess we are playing Dungeons and Dragons, so rolling dice is part of that. Yeah, that's gonna be a big two, so probably not. It's a big dusty road. There's no way you could make out any one person's footprints. And Dodge is next to me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you find that thing kind of weird, maybe? I mean, uh, <coughs> is it all that weird to see a drunk guy at a bar? I don't know. It was oddly specific. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I passed it to you. You are now cursed, it was oddly sir. specific. That was really hard to say in that accent. You mean like he was trying to get us to go over that mill? Yeah. Well, look, I don't know, man. Like, uh, is this really all we got going on right now? I mean, I expected it to be a kind of slapdash job. Like, we would come here and we'd find him at the bar drunk or something. I mean, this could turn into something more than we signed on for. Right, that's what I'm getting at. So, like... Um, yes, I'm agreeing with you. Should we head home, or...? Um, probably should talk to Biggle. And I'll, like, go back inside. And, like, as I go to grab the door, I look back at Dosh. The last thing is, he was kind of walking out a little bit. Like, he was inebriated. And it seems like he got far from us very quickly. Does that... Off to you, maybe, a little bit? I don't know, man. Magic old guy or drunk savant? Who can say? Hmm. So at that, you hear the halfling chime in. He's like, I can fucking hear you, man. I can hear you talking about me. We're not talking about you, fella. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? You talked about drunk guy wandering off, right? I'm right here, man. What do you... you, You got a a fucking problem, man? Are you looking for more evidence that tonight's not your night? At that, he just <sighs> ties down a saddlebag and pulls out a dagger from his saddlebag, and he points it at you. He says, listen here. I've had it up to here, and he points the dagger up o- over his head. I'm pulling out the crossbow that I got from Alok as he says that, and just like slowly just looking down the side, pulling the thing back. Oh, 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 you got a crossbow, huh? Yeah. You, I'm fast, and I'll come over there and stab you before you shoot me, and I'm idiot. And shoot the ground in front of his feet as he says that. I that one's free. I gave you that one for free. I'm loading another crossbow bolt. And at that, you hear a voice from around the corner. And one of these workers from next door goes, Oh, whoa, you guys. Hey, guys. Um, oh, hey, it's all right, fella. You can head on inside. We'll be done here very shortly. Yeah. I, and, and he taps the halfling on the shoulder. He's like, <laughs> look here, man. Uh, you know, this isn't how we do things here at Falconeer, so, you know, it's... <laughs> I'm sure you're just upset about a game of cards or something, so uh, why don't you head on out, and these gentlemen here, and he points at you, Yon Yon, points at you, Dodge. He's like, I'm sure nobody wants a, nobody wants a kerfuffle here at Falconeer, so... Uh, Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, so uh, he stands next to you, Dodge. He comes stonk, stonk up the steps, stands next to you, Dodge, and he says, so uh, why don't you just head on out? And the halfling uh, spits at your crossbow bolt, throws his legs up over his pony. 
as he's riding away, Dodge, he points his eye. He points two fingers at his eyes mm-hmm. and points at your eyes and points two fingers at his eyes. Points at your eyes. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give him the old Finky Winger guns. Nice. Yeah. This worker says, uh, "Sorry about that, fellas. I uh, uh, we get a lot of people through here, so some of them are idiots. What are you gonna do? It's all good, man. We're accustomed to traveling. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, this is a good place for that. So uh, I'm just gonna head on in. Um, uh, my name is Peter, by the way. Peter Nastami yeah, Chamb yeah. Dash. Peter uh, Peter Blackthumb. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. Yon Yon. Yon Yon. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a that's a great hat that you got there, Yon Yon. That that's great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go have a drink. Say, Peter, and... uh, do you live around here? Oh yeah, two hills down south there. Uh, you know, just building out my house. Can you, you keep? Know. Can you keep a secret, Peter? Yeah, I guess. I, Listen, I, I know, and I'm sorry for all this stuff that happened. Hey, it's I not your fault. Clearly, <laughs> this guy. Was it was your clearly word, that yeah. guy down there. Yeah. Listen, we are uh, paranormal investigators, um... and uh, we have been sent here to. I guess that's how you could put it. Investigate this, yeah. uh, some spooky behavior up at the old mill. The I'm old just wondering mill. if, uh, yeah, if you, I mean, you know, it's between us. Don't what? tell nobody about it. But the fuck are you talking about? Which yeah. which mill? The, uh, is it the stone mill? Touch, the touchstone mill. <laughs> yeah, touchstone mill. We got some reportings that it was haunted with he all says, types of That's so crazy you stuff. say that. Yeah, really? That's so crazy you say that Why? because no one goes there because everyone thinks it's haunted. Really? Yeah. Is that it kind was of like a fairy so tale thing? Have you ever actually heard of somebody having an altercation there? No. So do you guys not know about the Touchstone Mill? Well, see, we, we travel here from very far away. We are, as I said, uh, investigators. And uh, so we're collecting stories such as your own. We'd love to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah. There was an old couple that retired there and started a mill. Rumor has it that they were murdered by a marauding band of gnolls. Gnolls. And you don't say. And their spirits still haunt the place to this day. No one goes there. You hear that, young yeah. That's got all the classic... Uh, well, yeah, I know. Mate. You know, this sounds like a real haunting. Now, you got to keep this... You know, we're supposed to keep it on the download. Oh, no, we're no. out here looking into this stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, look, <laughs> my lips it. are sealed. I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm just going to... I'm going to pop in here. I'm going to have a quick glass of water. Um, one, one, one second before you do. Did oh, you yeah. happen to see an old man sauntering by, maybe, while you were out? No, I mean I I was working over there on the on the expansion and I just uh I just popped over here for a glass of water. So you guys with altercation with that asshole over there, you know, good riddance to him. But and you uh, don't know him at all? The halfling? No, I mean there's so many travelers that come through here, you know. <laughs> it's just how am I how am I supposed to keep track? You know, I'm I'm up there working hammering away, so yeah, I'm gonna pop in a glass of water. You guys are passing through or it sounds like you're sounds like you're up into some up into some deep shit. Well, you know, know. <clears throat> you never know. Some hauntings can be in and out. It could be we'll be here for a couple months, you know. Months? We may see you around. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Peter's my name. Yeah, Dodge. Name Peter Dodge. Black. Yeah. P- or Peter Black Thumb. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you nailed it. That's great. <laughs> nice to meet you, Peter. Yeah. yeah. It's because I cut off part of my thumb here. Oh, see? okay. That's yeah. great. I really love how detailed yeah. you are. Yeah. Yeah. Just got your story really pinned in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Peter. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> you guys <What>? seem <laughs> chill and also awkward, so uh, I'm going to go get a glass of water. And... Well, all right. See you later, bud. So he goes in. Alok, Matthias, Biggle. This barmaid that's been walking around, kind of taking care of everyone, she comes by your table, and she says, she says to you, Biggle, uh, 
How is your stew? Is it good? Uh, yeah, I mean, this... St- I mean, I'd have some more, but I'm so tiny, I'm already full. Uh, it is fine. You will be good with the amount that you have. And I'm glad you are enjoying anyone else like beverage. Uh, no. I mean, I'll take a beverage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to go with stew. Fantastic. Do you have something... Um, well, you know, my, my tummy gets a little upset. Do you have anything that would be <laughs> nice to just kind of... You know, for the evening. Like a digestive. Uh, she says, would you like small glass of port, perhaps? That sounds delicious. Oh, Harsha, I will get for you. Anyone else? After our experience, I, uh, I, I realize it is very early in the evening, so I would love a, um, some stew, maybe? Same as he had. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I... <laughs> Thought it was later, considering the conversations that we already had, the drunkenness that's going around. Yes, I would need something to uh, soak up uh, with, with some bread, if you will. Ah, yes, some bread. Let's go. Yeah. Yes, I will get the all these things. Uh, just uh, just okay. to be clear, though, uh, we'll do separate tabs. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, I found it's better to talk about these things up front as opposed to waiting till the check comes. Yes, you give me all your cards at end, and I will run them separate. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. What do the uh, the workers get? Like uh, the gentleman that just walked in, the, the tall man with the mustache. Uh, she looks over at him. She's, oh, Peter. Yes. Uh, um, he come in for a glass of water every now and then. We like to help them. They are building out our expansion. Very busy. Are, are, are they just locals or are they um, family or friends? No, or? Uh, n- not family. Lo- local workers. H- hard workers? This is a strange line of question. I mean, I don't even <laughs> understand why you're spending so much time talking about this guy. He's just one of the workers on the building. Do you do you treat him well? Do you pay him accordingly? Okay, for the, listen, the I'm going to stop you right here. Don't answer <laughs> any more of his questions. He's He does this every time. Don't engage. I'm telling you. I'm telling you for your own good. Just don't no, engage. I'm just trying to understand the satisfaction of this individual yeah, yeah, worker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, yeah. workers in general. It gives Listen, me a better flavor for Mateus, the culture. families are here trying to have a nice, pleasant evening. They don't want to be bothered with your nonsensical conversations about the working <laughs> class or the proletariat. <laughs> just leave it alone. The families are the workers. They're the same. They're one and the same. You cannot divide the family from the worker, from the establishment, from the economy. We've had this argument so many times. Yes, we have. I will take <laughs> I I will take this too. Thank you. It will be on a separate check. She seems more than uh happy to take your order and leave your table. Um at that, presumably Dodge and Yan Yan, you come in and sit at the table. And now all What's five up, of guys? you are together. How are you, Pickle? Where'd you guys go? Well, I'm feeling fat and full. I take it that you did not get the uh, the white-clad man uh, who was very inebriated. No, he's right here. What? Wait, what? I count this as false as I see no man no, in the white, white shirt. I know he left. I know he's yeah. not right there. So tell me, what, what I'm are we doing? I'm just being a dick to Matthias. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, I see. So, uh, what that went over all say? our heads. Uh, <laughs> we get a good night rest, and then tomorrow morning we head out to the mill, like Clem said, and uh, we take a look around. 
for Percy, see what's going on, and then we just, you know, catch him, get him, tell him to be straight and square, and then send him back home and get right out of here. Listen, get boss, paid. I think we might perfect. Be, be dealing with some type of podunk ass small town mafia shit here. Okay, you know, you guys have been talking about mafia. this stuff the whole time. Uh, these weird assumptions that it's, you know, we're doing something wrong. And <laughs> why don't you all, uh, other than Biggle, give me an insight roll. I got a 10. 11. 14. Okay. Uh, 22. Yon Yon, as Biggle says, you know, why don't we get some rest and then we go to the mill in the morning? Your head and your memories kind of go back to the lobby of your headquarters when you talk to Cordelia and how distraught she was and how worried she was that he was supposed to be home a long time ago and he hasn't made it. Mm-hmm. And you realize, and I think, Dodge, you have this realization too, largely because you've seen the other side of this with your more nefarious connections that you've had in your past. You kind of both have this realization that being hasty in terms of trying to find this guy is going to make the difference between whether or not you find him alive or dead. And while you may not care about him or Cordelia, you certainly care about your business, Yon Yon, and what you're already facing, a rough reputation at home <laughs> with the rumors about maybe you guys were involved in the death of Cascahaba. All publicity is good publicity, man. <laughs> well, uh, he ain't lying. <laughs> the publicity that you let someone die because you slept might not be good. That crosses your mind. Not crosses your mind. That definitely kind of sinks down for you. Same for you, Dodge. So does that sound like a plan or what? No, I think we're going now. I mean, but Matias just ordered some stew and... I, we just got my, here. My port is coming. Do we have time to eat the stew? Do you, are, you listening, are you listening to yourself right now? Stew set on the table. Bink. Little tiny glass of port set in front of you. She says, this is your drink. Here, stew. Thank you very much. Thank Harsho? you very much. Yeah. Say thank you. Well, thank you. I just... <laughs> thank you for call, yeah, calling she says, me out. Uh, yes, fine. Manners. <laughs> okay. <Jesus> okay. <laughs> this is um, quite a call-out. You guys, you guys see uh, Dodge. You notice this especially. The, uh, the wood elf that was up in the top booth has made her way down uh, the stairs. And she has a pack slung over her shoulder. And she's carrying some big piece of metal. Like this big, almost, it looks like an enlarged metallic lantern on a chain. She's got her pack slung over her shoulder and she's hood up and she's walking across the room. And no one really seems to be taking notice. But you see her walk toward the front door. And as you do, everyone give me a perception roll. 21. 15. Okay. A-Lock, you and Matthias both, like everyone sees, you guys are kind of all on high alert a little bit at this point. Everyone sees her walking out, but A-Lock, you and Matthias see this big like metallic lantern thing that she has on the chain. All of a sudden, it's not like it's swaying. It's like it moves, jolts to one side for a moment, and then jolts to another side for a moment. And you can see that her knuckles are white as she grips tightly this chain and this and then she goes out the door did you did you guys see that it's you see what was in her lantern it looked like there was something alive in it no 
Who's she? Who, what are you talking about, man? We're getting really off topic here. What <laughs> What are you all talking no, about? I, I saw two. You saw, uh, yeah. So, so, it seems that uh, I agree with uh, Yon Yon and Dodge that speed is going to be of uh, some essence here. So I believe that uh, one of us should follow her out of these doors and we should make our way to the mail. Post taste. Guys, you didn't see her. The woman just walked out. As the steam from your stew, Matthias, is rising up in Biggle, you have stew bits <laughs> in broth kind of like in your beard and on your face. Slurping down the last little bits. Dodge, uh, do you want to go follow her? Don't get caught. I'm just gonna get up and follow her. Okay. Are you guys ready to go now? Or you would you yeah, like to eat I'm, your I, fucking? I stew? get up with Dodge mm. and I follow him out. No, I'm I, not eating. Hey, anything. no, you're not coming with me. Stay here. I'm. <laughs> your footsteps are way too loud. I'm gonna put up just some money on the table. <laughs> okay. And grab the bowl of stew and walk outside with it, following Dodge. Okay. Hey, you're not coming either. Why? Is no, no, no. Trust me, on this one. And when I get outside the door, I'm going to set it in a dark corner and then turn into a tiger and just eat the stew in like two bites. And then Wait, just what? <laughs> hold on a second. Where are you doing this? I walk outside the door. I find a dark corner. I set the bowl down and I eat it. So is in like dark, two bites, like a dark corner where no one else can see you. Be a tiger? Is yeah. that the boy out there sketching? That's stuff? exactly what I'm yeah, the boy. Exactly. The boy is going to see a half elf man walk out with a bowl of stew, walk around the corner. Not out all right. Of his, not I rolled a sight. five for the boy's perception. Yeah, he does I walk not... around the corner. I set the bowl of stew down. I turn into a tiger. I eat stew, and then I slink away. Okay. You know, when we get back to the town, we really gotta put out some new applications. <laughs> uh, okay, so Dodge, you are going to fall follow Wood Elf. Well, if I saw him do that, I don't think I would follow too. So Matthias comes out, finds a dark corner. It's twilight. Yeah, and goes, I just hear in... cat drinking sounds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what's happening. <laughs> oh, he's yeah, tiger eating yeah, again. I guess I guess I'm not needed for this. And you're standing on the porch, and you can see uh, the wood elf <laughs> is. She has a horse that she is. Um, much like the halfling earlier, she's getting her packs tied up and she is strapping this thing onto like a, a, a makeshift saddlebag that is meant to hold this giant hunk of metal. She is just like locking it in place. She throws her leg over the horse, rears it back and catches your eye, shakes her head, turns and starts heading back toward the main road. At this point, all of us are walking out. Yeah, at this point, the rest of you come out. Why are you standing here? <laughs> do, you, do you listen to anything that we ask you to do? Listen, Matias came out here, did the tiger thing. I can't run as fast as a tiger, so I figured I'll just let him go ahead and take care of it. And do I like look over and just see you eating food out of a bowl? He's, <laughs> he's eating right there. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, I'm a tiger. I'm just I gonna... eat super quickly. <laughs> a human yes. amount of food. I eat it in you, like one bite. You lick your tiger chops. <laughs> I'm like already gone. Okay, are you following her? Yeah. Oh. In the bushes, following her, like in the, in the tiger bushes. style. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's a tiger the with a bush road. costume on, <laughs> running yep. forty oh miles God. per tiger hour, tiger rubbing rubbing mud on its face. Well, first we're gonna roll for the. I'm going to roll a perception check for the workers. Just like one, because they're all up there on a big. Great. Thing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Name that looking thing. Looking down. Yeah, like uh, like on the framework of a building that okay. is being erected. That's the thing. In twilight, it's hard to see. A tiger. All right, go ahead and go ahead and roll a stealth check. Twenty six. <laughs> okay, that's much better than the seventeen I rolled. Yeah. All right. In twilight, the workers focused on their work do not see you. That's what the stripes are for. Yeah. yeah. Stripes and <laughs> my worker. Yes. Somehow you are magically camouflaged. It's not magic. It's nature, Blake. <laughs> Right. And you you stealthily follow this uh, this wood elf, and the rest of you do what? Honestly, it's pretty great to get him just out of here. Anyways, maybe he'll figure something else out. You really think that? No. The rest of you do you what? You guys ready to go? Let's... I don't think we ought to just waltz right into this place. Well, God no. Are do you guys know right how then? to get there? No. Nope. Where it is? We know everything. No, we don't know. Does anyone there. know how to get there? I want to talk to the little Presumably kid. Presumably you're heading to the mill, to the Touchstone Mill. I want to talk to the little kid. Okay. Yeah. You walk up. Hey there, Phil. The old woman's snoring away. How's it going, little Phil? He looks at you wide-eyed and starts scribbling in his book. Uh, Yeah. You think you could show me some of your pages? I just like to look at them. He says, you, you want to see my drawings? Yeah, I really would. Which one? I have very many drawings Can that just, I do. You want to just show me the last, I don't know, few pages? He says, this is you that I'm drawing right now. And he shows you, he's got your brow and your eyes. And he's got it nailed within like the span of 10 seconds. Oh, look at that. That's pretty it's impressive. Dodge. And here is him. And he whoosh, 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 flips through and he shows you like a sketching of Alok. And this is like, this is some, you know, Titanic levels of just like beautiful drawings <laughs> beautiful drawings <laughs> i don't know <clears throat> yeah I, he's I, a good ass drawer yeah he's a good ass drawer yeah there totally. we go yeah and he says and i really like your hat and so i drew you first and he flips through and shows you yon yon picture of you do you have any um past that you keep going i'm looking for a guy with an eye patch you got one like that he says um and he flips through and flips through I don't know. We many people come through here, and I've. Uh, and go back a couple days, maybe. He flips through, and he seems frustrated that he can't find the picture that you're looking for. He says, "I don't. I don't have picture of eye patch." You remember drawing with something like that? Hmm. I don't. Mm, he scratches his head and says, "I don't remember all drawings. I just draw them." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all right. Listen, no no big deal, little fella. Uh, listen, if you see somebody with an eye patch, I'd really like to see you drawing like that. Okay, I'll draw for you. All right, thank you. I want to buy the picture he did of me off of him, if he's willing to sell it. Okay, yeah. What do you say? Um, I'll be like, hey, uh, what's your name? He says, Alexi. Uh, Alexi, I'm Alok. Can I, can I buy this from you? My daughter's about your age, and I want to take this back to her when I go back home. He says, oh, no one has ever asked to buy my drawings before. Well, it's really good. Would you sell it to me for a silver piece? His eyes get super wide. He's shocked. He's speechless. I, 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 I just I, flip it to him. I, 
it just I... it just goes right into his chest and like lands in his lap. And he looks at it, just the shiniest, biggest thing. You should keep at it. You're, he kind you're of really good. Shakily rip tears out the page and hands it to you. You know, we probably ought to buy all the portraits that he did of us. Yeah. Also, do you maybe have um someone that maybe has like big red curly hair potentially? Do you remember seeing someone like that? He flips through and he says, "Ah, yes, earlier today." Do you maybe did you see where that person went, or did you just draw them? He says, "I just draw." Hmm. Do you guys think this is Percy? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. It might. It might be really accurate. It might not. <laughs> I would like to buy it myself too, if you do not mind. He's over the moon. I told you you he'll, were good. He'll 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 sell you any drawing that you want to buy. Did you also get one of a kind of more like elf, kind of like me, but just more misproportions? He says, "Oh, the tall, weird one." Uh, you talk about Matthias. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and that he, one. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy <laughs> that shows, one too. Yeah, he, yeah, and he's just so excited. He's like, let me show you other drawings I did. And he starts flipping through. He's just showing you random people. You see one of uh, Clem Samuelson. You see mm-hmm. one of all the workers that you've seen, uh, the halfling family that's in there, the dwarves, the wood elf that just left that Matthias is following. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's flipping through and showing you all these drawings. Meanwhile, Matthias, you are following the wood elf. And you guys get closer to the main road at this point the sounds of the construction are receding off behind you and the cool of twilight is setting in and the cold fall air is blowing across your tiger fur as you silently prod along following the rhythmic clip-clopping of this wood elf on her horse and then all of a sudden she stops and you just hear her say you have no business with me druid matthias in tiger form, looking down the road, uh, two dozen feet or so in front mm-hmm. of you, this horse has stopped, and the breeze is blowing across your fur. It's just you in tiger form, and this wood elf on this horse, and she has stopped. She hasn't turned around to look at you. But she has just said, you have no business with me, Druid. What do you do? The horse has stopped. Yeah, she's stopped. The wind is rustling her her cloak. I will saunter up with a good distance from the horse to the side. And then when I am slightly in front. So uh, you're like kind of like circumnavigating her? Like, yeah. But like heading off so that she doesn't take off. Okay, you can see that the horse gets nervous and yeah. she kind of reaches down and pats it. As I turn the corner, like just getting past the horse mm-hmm. in front, I will go back into humanoid form. Okay, back into your awkward Matthias mm-hmm. self. Very astute of you. Tell me, then, why don't I have business with you? Nothing I have is anything you want. And I mean that in every respect. You may have information for me. That is something that I want. Whatever you have in your bags, this thing that is bouncing around, some unnatural creatures that you have in a box, I don't care about that. She leans forward, arms crossed onto the head of her horse. Nothing I have is for you. 
continue about your business and I will do the same. And we will part ways amicably. I do not want this to become violent. This is not my goal. So tell me then, if you are going to the mill to find this red-headed human that has run away from his wife, I, I don't care. These sound like the problems of others. They are until they matter to you. So tell me then, have you seen someone with an eye patch or a curly-haired human? You're looking for someone. Mm-hmm. This is true. And you think they've come this way? And you think that I have something to do with it? Then prove me wrong. I owe you nothing. But I will tell you that I have not seen either person that you describe. But I'm only stopping. So take my word for what it is. The observation of someone who is about their own business. I hope that we do not meet again. Because it will not be on such pleasant terms. I hope the same. And pats her horse, walks towards you with her horse as it kind of just meanders closer and closer to you. You can, as it gets closer, you can feel the heat from this animal. And you can feel the glare of this elf as she looks down at you as she walks by. I'm watching intently on the box. Uh, yeah, give me a perception roll. Uh, 19. She has secured it down very well onto this kind of makeshift thing on the back of the horse, this makeshift kind of pack saddle. Mm-hmm. And she's secured it down very well with these leather straps that as she gets closer, you can see they're inscribed with runes all along the leather. It still seems to kind of shake every now and then. Do I recognize the runes? I would say that you do not recognize the runes. You can see that it's inscribed with something. It's like seeing writing from a distance. You can see that it's writing, but you can't make out what it is. Okay. She just walks up, horse right next to you. And you can feel the heat from this pack animal as she guides her horse right past And this you. is, which direction is she going? She's heading toward the main road. So she's heading west toward the setting sun. Where we came, or... Which is basically where you came. You guys came from the main road, which travels north and south. Mm-hmm. And you you went off a side road that headed toward the Falconeer that headed eastward. And so she's on that same road. This is the road that you guys are on, and she's heading now westward back toward the main road. Okay. And is this toward where um, our original adventure took place, where the Thorn Rosara was? No, that's that was kind of south... Okay. Uh, southeastern cool. of yeah. great. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll let her pass and then I'll go back toward where everyone else is. Okay. Do you just saunter as a person? Mm-hmm. Okay. As you do, you see, as you get closer to the Falconeer, um, you see that the workers, the daylight is dwindling and so they're calling it quits, climbing down from the framework of this building that they're erecting. What are the rest of you doing while this all happened? You guys had walked out with the intention, presumably going now toward Touchstone Mill, which you don't know specifically where it is. Right. So we buy all the pictures of ourselves. Right. From the kid. I buy the, buy the one of Percy as well. Okay. Um, and then I'll ask him, do you know where the, the Touchstone Mill is? He gets kind of scared. He says, oh, this place is haunted. There are ghosts there. People died and there are ghosts. You don't know it's not a good place. Oh no, I'm I'm gonna go deal with that. You are a ghost fighter. You are, you are 
ghost fighter? Yes. We all are. Powerful ghost fighters, all of you. Do you know where it is? Yes. It's up in the hills east of here. Follow main road into the east and you will see sign. But there are ghosts there. Will you fight them? Wait. Wait. There are ghosts where? There are so many ghosts in this haunted place. I was really hoping you wanted to hear that. <laughs> Wait. We're going to the mill. And you're talking about the mill? Are you talking about the Touchstone Mill? Yes, Touchstone Mill. Many ghosts there. We're, we're, uh, <laughs> you guys didn't tell me about any ghosts. There's not going to be any ghosts. Well, Alok, there aren't. there's not actually going to be any ghosts no, there. No, there this are many ghosts there. This is just a there. silly story no. that, the, no. that the townspeople <laughs> say. No. Listen, just follow, just follow me. We'll, we'll I, talk about it on our no way No ghosts. Okay, well, then stay here then with the child if you want. <laughs> I thought this was going to be an in-and-out trip. I thought we were going to get this guy, and then we were coming back. Now we're going to where ghosts are at some mill. So many ghosts. There are many ghosts there. He says there are many ghosts there. It's but you be are fine. ghost fighters, so it is good. <laughs> <laughs> you are big and strong, like ghost fighter. I'm going to just start walking towards yeah, where same. the child said to go. Okay. Same. You can, Like I said, you can stay here if you want. But you won't get paid. Well, he's right. You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to do. To do. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. This is great. Hey, Lock, this is a go. great. <laughs> this is a great moment. Alexi, have you ever seen any of these ghosts? Me and my friends, we do not go there, cause it is haunted. This is what we hear. What are they ghosts of? There is story of old people that died there. Old people. Old people do that. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> he looks. He he gets wide eyed, and then he looks awkwardly, slowly side out of the side of his eyes at his snoring grandmother. What do you mean? Well, I mean, do you really want to be? Okay, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have this talk with Are you about to have the immortality talk with this kid? <laughs> I'd approach this concept let's with a child. Let's just say this drawing could outlast both of us. Oh, I see what you mean. All existence is finite. <laughs> wow, that was easy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but... I'm just saying, nothing green can stay. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> there, we're cutting you off. <laughs> You're coming with us. He looks at you one. with a confused look no. and says, Go, ghost fighter. Go. If it's just old people, I can live with that. He said he only saw, or he didn't even see them. Listen, hey, there's no ghost here, man. Just take it easy. This is a no ghost mission. You guys got the ghost. What? There I'm is going no for the ghost, man. I'm going for the living person. Yeah, I'm not going for the ghost. ghost. Oh man! <laughs> Listen, don't worry about it. Put it out of your mind. At this point, Matthias, you walk up, and you guys all see Matthias approach. So what was in the box? Something unnatural that the elf wanted. Did you speak with her? I did. Did you ask her what was in there? There was no point in that. She would just obfuscate and avoid. She was worthless. Worthless worthless for our purposes. We should uh, move forward. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. <laughs> you, do you want? So no, no, you nailed it in one, dude. It was good. <laughs> or two. A, a moment of silence, I guess, for that. Good job. I liked it. Yeah, well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So presumably, you all now in the twilight are heading eastward toward the Touchstone Mill. And you travel away from where the Falconeer is, and this road gets more and more rough as you head up into the mountains. It's climbing in elevation, and you can see that like the road itself becomes less and less pronounced as you head away from this kind of bastion of civilization that is the Falconeer, and you see farms stretched out to the north and south. The trees get more and more dense as you travel up and eventually you find the sign that leads, that points to the Touchstone Mill. And it's an old rundown wooden sign. And you take a path that is completely overgrown. And you are heading up into the hills. The forest is getting more and more dense. The sun is going down and there's a chill in the air. And there's a wind that is just blowing across everything eventually you can start to see stars in the twilight peeking out in the sky over the top of a tree line you can see the ruins the rickety ruins of a windmill up on a hilly bluff overlooking a a mountainous valley and as you get closer and closer you see that there is this old rundown windmill the fans of which have been reduced to tatters. They're hanging off of the rising stone front of this windmill. Attached to the side of it is a small cottage, and it's all up on this big hill overlooking this valley. And the wind is blowing the tatters about on this windmill, and it's just kind of slowly turning in the wind. There is a rickety wooden fence, long horizontal boards that surround this kind of estate or this property. At the front of the fence is this big archway with this wooden sign that says Touchstone Mill. And you can see there's this little cottage just kind of just slammed right into the side of the windmill. And there's a little pathway leading up to the cottage with flower beds coming down all on either side of the pathway that are completely overgrown. Down at the base of the pathway are like big flower beds. But uh, what is most notable is that uh, there's a big clearing, dusty clearing in front of this windmill on the other side of this archway. This is Touchstone Mill. And you can see an old wooden wagon. No horse. It's just sitting there. The tongue of the wagon is just just nestled into the earth. There are boxes strewn about all around the wagon. Boxes, big wooden boxes with hay dumped out. As you get closer, you can see what looks like the body of a person laying amongst the boxes. And even in the twilight, in the dying daylight, in the emerging starlight, you catch the glimpse of curly red hair at the head of this body. 
you all are standing basically in under this archway looking out at this ruined mill above you it says touchstone mill and laid out before you a couple dozen feet away is this wagon and these tipped over boxes and this body and just the the creaking of the mill is in the blowing of the wind it's the only sound well it looks like he didn't make it we should probably just head back right no we got to check and see if he's still alive also i this very much seems like a trap is this correct do you get the feelings that we are in the middle of uh the situation i believe you but i don't want to believe you well nobody knows that we're coming so i don't see how this could possibly be a don't they well, if, if someone knew we were coming, it would have been Cordelia telling them. And I just don't believe that she would do that. I'm immediately spinning around and checking our six, making sure no one's coming up from behind us. Yeah, what's on our six, Blake? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you all give me a perception check? Seventeen. Seventeen also. That's an eight. Nine. Yon Yon, Alok, and Matias, you guys are kind of focused on the scene in front of you. Biggle, in the midst of the, the blowing and like the trees and everything, you feel like maybe there's a weird like fog cloud back from the direction you guys came, or maybe like a cloud of dust, something weird in the distance. Uh, maybe like the fog is settling in a weird way. And Dodge, you see this too, but then you also hear a voice in your head. She is following us. She is following us. Who's following us? Who the fuck are, am I talking to right now? You don't get any answer. It looks like there's a storm coming. I think we should uh, move inside. I'm going to cast Healing Word from a distance on Percy. Okay. Whether whether or not alive, I'm just going to do it from a distance. Yeah, see what no, happens. that's great. I love it. So if they are alive, they will regain uh, seven hit points. Wow. Um, yeah, nothing happens. The wind's blowing. The windmill's turning. I'm slowly. taking my dagger out of the sheath. Okay. I don't want to alarm any of you, but nothing happened to the body. I believe it's dead. Well, that's just uh, that's science, right? We should probably head back. Um we're not going back. No, we should take the body. I mean, eventually, yes, we are going back. I'll go, I'll go grab it right now. But I'll go grab it right now. So standing in the archway, all of you, Dodge, when you pull your dagger out, it feels tingly in the palm of your hand. Good tingly or bad tingly? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> At this point, I don't know that you know, but I, I think, why don't you roll an insight? Weird roll. tingly? Well, certainly the fact that it feels tingly is weird in and of itself. What did you roll? That's a two. Adventurous okay. dice. Yeah, you certainly don't know. All you know is that it doesn't always feel this way when you pull it out. All right, listen, pal. We're, I'm about at a breaking point with you. Better spill the beans on whoever's following us right now. Or I'm just going to leave you right here in the mud. Alok, you walk slowly. Wind blowing. Your footsteps. In the dusty ground. As you approach this wreck, this ruin, this cart that has been raided and these boxes overturned, 
and the hay in the boxes spilled out in this body. And you all watch, with the exception of probably you, Dodge, yeah, I'm as you're having your moment. I like the ready in action before he touches the body. Okay, what's the action? Uh, invisibility. If and if, when? Like anybody. Something scary yeah. happens. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone other than the five of you shows, shows up, up. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking both ways. Like I'm, I'm. Yeah. I'm very like on the balls of my feet, just on high alert. Dodge, you're having a moment with your dagger. All right, what's going on? And Alok, you're walking closer to the body, closer to the body. All of a sudden, Dodge, you hear a voice again say, "She is following us. It's a ruse." Alok, at that moment, you bend down to the body as you tilt your body forward you realize that it's not a body. It is a dummy stuffed with straw. Guys, this is this isn't even a body. <laughs> what do you mean oh it's not a body? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it and I'm I'm walking I'm already like walking back towards them. Like um, why don't you give me a perception check before you do? It's in that twenty. Damn. Wow. You see that there's something pinned kind of on the underside of the body but it's poking out like something i can pick up or like... uh, something that's pinned onto the chest of the body gotcha that looks like it's pointing out like it, it maybe like a piece of wood or something okay. or a parchment so i'll notice immediately as i bend down to pick it up and then i just see this flap on it and i i, I pull at it yeah you <laughs> rip it off what looks like red ink or maybe blood in orcish is a sign that says, what's yours is mine. It's going to confuse the fuck out of me, for reals. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be not sure what, what to interpret it as. And I'll turn and I'll, I'll start making my way back. And, and that's when I'll say, it's a fake body, guys. It's not even real. What's, what's in your hand? It's a message. It says, what's yours is mine. What does that mean to you guys? Motherfucker. <laughs> You all remember when he says that. The fucking orcs. In the woods, when you were raided by the orcs. Yannan's pissed. (laughs) He's literally just very upset. And Alok, it comes to you as well. You remember when they took your bag of holding and they took Biggles Construct. (laughs) Senior Sweetenstein? That the one thing that they said to you in common was... What's yours is mine. As they came to take. Son of a. Yeah, when he says that, I'm going to fly up to the roof of the mill. Okay, so Dodge, you. (laughs) (laughs) Dagger out, gleaming in in the increasing starlight. The sun is setting, the moon is out. The dagger is catching the light of both. And you fly up. On, and land on the roof of the windmill. I'm going to look around. And you don't see anything except... Give me a perception roll. Another perception roll. <laughs> That's a three. Retire That's a three. it. Retire it. <laughs> <laughs> With a three, <laughs> I will say that you are so focused on the scene around Alok that you don't notice anything else. I'm just getting my crossbow out and getting ready to fight. But the fog cloud dust storm thing is still coming towards us. 
Why don't you, Biggle, roll a perception roll? That's a 13. Just solely because you were interested in it? Yeah, I already saw it. I will, I will, yeah, and because you already saw it, I will say that you do, it does feel like it's getting closer. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna run for fucking cover, so I'm probably running towards, like, the... Is there, like, a door into the windmill, like, that you can, like, go inside? Yeah, so there's... Um, so there are double doors at the base of the windmill. Okay. There's a cottage attached to it, and then there's, like, a small shuttered window that's up, further up, kind of behind the... I'm gonna run to the base of the windmill, cast Levitate, and fly up to the, um... So Levitate doesn't let you fly, you just kind of float. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Fly let you fly. Um, that tracks. I'll look inside the cottage. What if you just tilt yourself sideways and then levitate? <laughs> okay. Wait, run wait, up the side. Where are you guys going? Where are you guys going? So, uh, so Yon Yon, you're looking in the cottage. Biggle, you're standing at the archway. Yeah, I'm looking gonna... at this approaching dust cloud. Dodge, you're up on the roof. A lock, you're standing by the body with the sign. Matthias, what are you doing? I'm standing with, next to Biggle at the archway. Okay. And I'm I think I would towards, turn around. I'm walking towards the archway. Like, I've left the body. Okay. And I'm, I, like, trying to convey what it says as I'm walking towards them. Okay. I would turn and look at what Biggle's looking at. Yeah. Because okay. he's turned the opposite I'm direction. I'm basically saying that thing is getting close. We need to get inside and take some cover. What do you. Th- what do you see over there? What's, what are you talking about? It's Go some inside. Kinda, it's some kind of stormy dust thing. It's coming this way. We got to so get now, inside. Yeah, now you all see it. Yon, yon. You open the doors. The old rickety door to this cottage. And you can see the, the front windows are cracked and uh, fogged over from age and um, neglect. And you open the door to this cottage and it's just... A dusty nothing in there. Okay, can I make a perception check to see if there's like anyone in here? And just kind of do like. Yeah, you poke around. your head in. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll a perception. 14. It doesn't look like there's anybody in here. Okay. Um, in this in this cottage. This you know, might be a good place to take cover. It looks dusty. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we need to wait out the storm and then. I guess we do. Uh, we come up with a plan. We gotta. Do we go back and? So yeah, Yon Yon, you yell that from the cottage. This looks like a good place to take cover. And Biggle, you're at the archway with Matthias and Alok, who's joined you guys with the sign. Dodge, you're up on the roof. Let's get inside. Um. Um. Alok, <sighs> put everything back the way that it was, though. Yeah, sure. I'll go put this sign back. But do we have to go back in there? Do I mean, do we have to go in there at all? You said there's nothing in there. He's not in there. The guy's not in there. Person's not in there. I'm not gonna walk back through that storm cloud. So, I I, I just want to be clear. It's not it's not as big as a storm cloud. It's just like a weird kind of. It's like a mist that's like. Yeah, it's jackedly. not even a mist. It's it, it, at this point. I it's it's dust. Okay, I was. In- Thinking this was like a dust storm coming. No, no, us. it's not. It's not like that. Uh, it's like a weird okay. cloud of dust. Well, I guess this seems like a dead end. 
I'm just gonna stay out here. If you guys want to go in there, you can go in there. But I'm gonna stay out here. Well, I mean, I think we should look around inside. We're look here ahead. looking for look the around. guy. <laughs> All right, you keep watch outside. Yeah, I'll do that. Let us know if anything weird happens. Uh, let's take a look, Yon Yon. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna close the. I mean, I'll. You come in. Are you gonna come into us or? I'm watching Cloud. Okay. okay. I'm like watching this thing. Uh, can I do an insight check on it to see if yeah, it sure. seems like insight slash nature? Yeah. Like, I want to know if it's like natural or unnatural. Like, so I guess insight, uh, twenty three. It doesn't. It it doesn't seem magical in nature to you. Okay. You feel like, if anything, like something big is heading your way and disturbing the dust on the, in the earth. How big are we talking? Uh, it seems that we may have a company. Yeah. <laughs> where? Where? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, 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 the clouds that you see is dust. I believe that there are people there that we should get inside and set up defenses. God, I love it when you just come up with great ideas. <laughs> I mean, if you're... Alok, we are going here. inside. We are going inside, Alok. Let's just go inside and set up defenses. Okay, so Yon Yon is standing at the front. Wait, yes, obviously, please come to me. <laughs> uh, Biggle, you and Alok and Matthias. I'm already inside. I've okay, you're left. you're already inside. Matthias and Alok, you head toward the front. Dodge, you're up on the roof. And Dodge, you hear it before it happens. Your dagger says, I told you. Matthias and Alok, as you come to the bottom of the pathway that leads up, Yon Yon and Biggle are in the, in the doorway of the cottage, 20 feet away. These two flower beds lift up as though on hinges. Pits that have been dug underneath these flower boxes. Four on one side, four on the other. Huge, hulking, salivating bloodthirsty orcs come ready to tear your flesh apart. And that's going to do it for this week. So, as it turns out, Matthias was right. Definitely a trap. But why? And who orchestrated it? And what does it have to do with Cordelia in the missing person case? Is Cordelia the she that Dodge's dagger says is following them? And is that the source of the approaching dust cloud? Or is there something even more ominous in store for our heroes? To find out, tune in next time for a bloody episode three of The Future Criminals. Thanks again for being here with us, everyone. Next episode is in two weeks, and in the meantime, we'd love it if you'd leave us a review if you haven't done so already. And if you, uh, if you have Instagram, you can find us at Dice Boys Podcast. Uh, it's a great way to get in touch with us as well as to see some art and other stuff related to the show. Um, for example, I think we put up or... We're about to put up uh, a post of a sketch I did uh, of the Touchstone Mill, which I then gave to the players just to just kind of help us 
uh, all anchor in the same imaginative geography uh, and help us all envision the same playing space. So, uh, so definitely check that out. As always, thanks to the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off their album Broken Machine. Uh, you can find their music at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com. And, of course, thanks to you, our listener, for all the gaming that you're doing, uh, all the stories that you're telling, all the art that you're creating in the moments that you are making. Thank you. Don't stop. Keep it up. And remember, the right play is the fun play.